Well, gun clubs are glad the new government is rolling back parts of the Arms Act, which they say added some hefty costs and unnecessary red tape to volunteers' workloads. Now, the Labor government, of course, tightened regulations for clubs and rangers after the Christchurch terror attack when it was revealed the terrorists had been a member of a club in Otago. The industry, though, says there was nothing wrong with the way clubs were run. Joining us now is National Rifle Association of New Zealand President Malcolm Dodson. Uh, Morena, Malcolm, Welcome to the program. Tell us what what changes were actually required uh, when they came into force in June that were so onerous. Well, it really started. There was a whole lot of um, regulations brought down. The clubs all have to be registered with police and go through a licensing process with police. There's another level in there called a shooting range operator now. And anybody that's uh, not fully compliant is liable to all sorts of fines. And then there's a whole lot of other requirements that were put on clubs um, around record keeping and and um, rewriting our range standing orders, which are the rules that clubs operate their ranges under. For instance, my own club, um, our, our range standing orders, which they how we run all of our shoots, ran to about three pages, and they very closely follow the guidelines that our national shooting organisations operate under. Um, the new ones that we were required to have by police ran to about 11 or 12 pages and it reaches the stage when you get a document like that. The people's eyes glaze over when they read it and they don't uh, take much notice of what's written in there by the time they get to the end of it. And then police turn around and said, oh, I'll put a pricey out for your members. Well, it's a bit pointless, but, you know, it's... Some of those things sound pretty sensible. Police checks and being licensed. I mean, you are having people there with with a lot of guns. Yeah, we do. But um, there was no, apart from the fact that the uh, terrorist did go to a range in Dunedin. Yes, I don't know whether he was a member. He'd certainly been to a club range. Um, But the whole tenor right from the outset um, was that clubs and rangers could provide an environment that fosters extremist views. And I would say clubs and rangers, in my experience, and it's now 55 years, would be exactly the opposite of that. Um, and yet we saw that same mantra repeated by gun control very recently. And it's just something, and this was in the original justification for the legislation which was all rushed through in the wake of 2019 and before the uh, Royal Commission report came in. What impact has it had on clubs? Have any closed? I mean, there was some some fears at the time that uh, the costs and the uh, bureaucracy was going to see some clubs closed. Has that come to fruition? I, I don't think there's been any loss that I know of. But by the same token, we've been through the application process where clubs had to submit their um, application to be a shooting club and get their range standing orders done and the shooting range operators and get all those inspections done. But you'd think going through it all that, you know, we weren't, uh, we didn't have, you know, all the safety procedures in place. I mean, so in the case of the National Rifle Association, we've been administering our sport since the 1860s. And yet the police attitude to it all was that we didn't know what we were doing. Okay, appreciate your time this morning. That was National Rifle Association of New Zealand President uh, Malcolm Dodson.